0: Welcome to the Weekly Experience Podcast, covering Surrey, Hampshire, and Berkshire. The show that brings you all the facts about your local area. We are always looking for new guests to talk to us. So if you'd like to come onto to our podcast, email us at weeklyexperience at buzzpodcast.co.uk. So sit back and enjoy the Weekly Experience Podcast.
1: Hello, hello, it's Rog and it's Jack over there today on The Weekly Experience. How are you today? Hopefully you find yourself well. Grab yourself a coffee, grab yourself a bicky, and here we go for a little bit of a ride of The Weekly Experience. On today's show, ladies and gentlemen, we have a little bit of this.
2: Hi, welcome to Sicilian Shack. i so proud to be able to open this fantastic new restaurant in Frimley High Street, an independent restaurant. Please come along and support. We need all the help we can get. Congratulations, guys, and the very best of luck.
1: Thank you. So that was the Sicilian Shack on Saturday. We'll come back to that in just a couple of minutes. First of all, plus also today, uh, by the way, myself and Jenny uh, recently visited uh, Lightwater and uh, we spoke to a couple of businesses and uh, also the locals as well of how they much enjoy Lightwater as a place. But first of all, Jack, hello.
3: Oh yeah, how's it going? Yeah, good, thank you. So You've had a busy two weeks.
1: I have had a busy couple of weeks, actually. It's been really great. Uh, we'll be telling you how you can get involved in on this podcast as well, because we really like to speak to you as well, the people that are listening to this very very show here, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, what have you been up to?
3: I haven't been doing much, catching up on the editing side. We, we're doing the Buzz podcast website, so more people can be on the site um, covering multiple topics. Um, people can be able to search the podcasts because um, we've got lots of more keywords as well, health and fitness, and I'm just as I'm adding on the new site at the moment, literally just going through saying what can that fit under different topics and stuff. So it makes things able
1: to find contents quicker,
3: you know. Plus,
1: also, I think I do hear a little rumor that anyone else that would like to put their podcasts on our site will be able to do.
3: That's right. So if you're uh, running your own podcast site, um, you've got your own, like we call it, channel or stream. Then you can actually load it onto our site. You can become an author, that we call it, so people can actually search for not just our own contents, but what else is out there.
1: Yeah, it sounds awfully exciting. This new one, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, the old website when it's uh, completed. Hopefully.
3: Oh, definitely. I mean, podcast is coming very popular now. Everyone's getting in- involved.
1: <laughs> in- indeed, they are, my friend. Uh, they are. They're becoming more and more popular. Um, when you started, let's ask you actually. When you started this business kind of how many years ago were we saying doing About the podcast
3: Oh, well, the podcast i mean since lockdown really really it's an idea i've been sort of playing with and then as we're getting towards lockdown i think i want to get the kit and have a give it a go you know try it out was see it, it
1: a love of podcasts that you had not really
3: it's just another medium stream so we're already covering video yeah. you know uh, we're already doing sort of posts and really nice photographs of what's going on around us and i think we, we need to do a podcast you know it, at that sort of time before lockdown, it wasn't very much talked about. People were, I know people have been doing it for years, but we haven't got anything local. I know the local um, town centre here did had a few podcasts, but not really. It wasn't weekly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we'll give it a go. be something different to do.
1: Indeed. So that's been Jack's week. My week has been... Uh, Two in and throwing everywhere, as per usual, uh, doing a little bits of uh, filming with you guys, doing a little bit of podcasting, for instance, uh, plus also um, looking after my parents who don't live in the area, they live in Gloucestershire, uh, so uh, kind of a few times Going over there, looking after them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I wouldn't really bore you with that. But S and a beetle car, you call it. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so which brings us on to the first little bit of the subject today, uh, which was our visit recently to Sicilian Shack. Me and Jack uh, made our way. Saturday saw the team heading uh, down the Frimley Road, where Councillor Sarah Jane Croke was officially opening the new Sicilian Shack at twelve thirty. And the team from SNJ Media, that's me and Jack, were there to capture it all. So we're here in Frimley High Street today and we are joined by Councillor Sarah Jane
2: Croke. Hello. Hello, thanks very much.
1: And Sicilian Shack yes. opening today, basically. Fantastic.
2: Fantastic, yes. We're here, Frimley High Street, and it's a new restaurant, officially opened by myself as Deputy Mayor. ...for uh, Friendly and Calmly and Surrey Heath. There we go. So, yeah, thank you so much for coming down and sharing this with me.
1: Now then, obviously, this has been... You've been in this uh, shop. I don't like calling it a shop, although it's got a shop front. Yes, yeah. Uh, a couple of times.
2: I have, yes. So um, we're hoping, third time lucky, that this restaurant hits it off... Um, So, obviously, it's going to be doing pizzas and traditional Italian food, which is fantastic. And it's a really nice, spacious restaurant as well. So, especially for the times we're in now with social distancing. Um, So, yeah, definitely come along, join in. We've got some great food, some great desserts, I can see over on our left, Um, and some fabulous drink as well. So, definitely worth coming along.
1: Now, I have been chatting to some of the chefs here, and their passion for food top notch let me tell you
2: absolutely and I believe the head chef actually trained with Gino De Campo. Gino Ducampo gentlemen, yes.
1: yes oh
4: yeah
2: so I can't wait to try the food I had a sneaky peek last week actually and tried their margarita pizza you can't go wrong with margarita pizza if that is superb
1: now I've been hearing about another pizza as okay. well not a tomato based sauce a white sauce
2: oh okay so okay. that's
1: ones to check out basically okay. I think can't wait it. So what's it like, you know, that Frimley as a place?
2: So Frimley, um, we were talking about this earlier, we are a little bit of a cut through, um, watching all the traffic go through. What we're trying to do is get more independents interested in coming to Frimley and opening up. We've got quite a few empty shops. Um, so if you are a business out there that is looking for somewhere that's interesting, we've got a lot of great businesses around think so We've got the hospital, we've got Frimley Park Hospital, we have Siemens, so, and uh, we've got an industrial estate as well behind Waitrose. So we have a huge market here for some new business, um, some great potential. So yeah, if you're interested please
1: drop us a line. Indeed so I think we'll leave it there Yeah. we're going to go off and sample some food and uh, get yourself down to the Sicilian shack Sicilian? I
2: can't even say it either Sicilian shack
1: Ah, uh, yes, Councillor Sarah-Jane Croak there speaking to us on the opening of the Sicilian Shack. Uh, it was 12.30 on Saturday, uh, which was absolutely great. It was lovely to see some people standing out in the cold. Uh, Jack was one of those people outside in the cold. I was going to ask you what you thought of Frimley itself.
3: Frimley's is really nice. I mean, we're, we're trying to promote more of the areas because, I mean, Cammy's can, but, you know, you've, yeah. got, you've got a town centre. But yeah, yeah. such nice places like Frimley and, the, like, the Frimley Road, for instance, they've got a small... Area shoppings as well, mm-hmm. you know, and you've got Frimley Green area as well. So, um, Frimley is really nice. Got uh, a nice pub there. Um, you've got some really nice shops opening up now and stand out a bit more. Uh, I know they want to grow more people there. We need to encourage more local businesses to come back as well. They've got lots of ones, they've got charity shop, and yeah, it's really nice. And plenty of parking as people would miss out on. Mm. So, when you come over the roundabout and you turn a left, yes, right. um, straight down the back of there, there's plenty of car parking spaces and yes you can it's pay as you pay as you go yep. and they've got the app now so you can yep. pay and park yeah and got rid of that horrible parking people that used to sort of like just ticket you yeah so it's all done properly now loads of spaces there so you can actually go out I've, I mean, they got they got a bakery um, i was going to say there's lots of independent
1: yeah. kind of businesses there isn't that's there? that's
3: the good thing about it. it's all local independents and we need to support to support them
1: so we were there at the Sicilian shack. It was headed up at the uh, the place. It's headed up by businessman Tom, wasn't it? Was yeah. it Tom? I
3: think it's Tom. Yeah.
1: Plus, also is uh, he's left all in control of the Sicilian shack by Jack and Antonio. Uh, so the next question for you guys is: What gives you that unique experience as you head through the doors?
5: We give it the extra mile already. When I say. The chef is from Naples, and we also have one of the pizza that I challenge you. You can't find that pizza in 10 miles around here. Okay, what is this pizza then? This pizza is the Friarelli and Salsiccia.
1: Okay. It's
5: uh, one of the most famous pizza in Naples, and it's not like a really famous outside Naples. People know when they listen, like Friarelli, they already straight away. Italian people, like, not even all Italian people, just people from Naples. It's a kind of broccoletti, it's a small broccoletti, mm-hmm. but
6: they... Broccoli do in uh,
5: Broccoli grape. right Sausage.
6: Okay. It's pork sausage, uh, with the This is the small broccoletti. Uh, they do just the small broccoletti in uh, Naples area. That's kind of broccoli,
5: and he comes in a white, white sauce. Doesn't he, he? Doesn't come with tomato. It's ah. Bianca.
1: That's a different thing, man. No? That's different. That's different, isn't
5: it? Yeah, it's really different because yeah.
1: So tell me about your backgrounds. How did you get the passion for food and all this kind of stuff? From the school. From I school,
6: started, yeah. So <laughs> now it's twenty years that I do this work. I started from the school. And after working in lots of restaurants in Italy, in England, famous restaurants as well in London,
1: I hear there was a connection with Gino De Campo. Ah, yeah, Yeah, one of the
5: chefs. One of the Mm chefs. Come from uh, from, from Gino De Campo.
1: Campo. So, you obviously got a passion for food and you've been doing this All your lives and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. When I
5: came in I came uh, 13 years ago, 2007, and I started as a as a kitchen pot. Okay. I started and after that, you know, staying on the kitchen and the Kenyan pies from the shelling from zero. uh, Anyway, we start to
6: uh, we want we want try to do the difference because uh, we use the. The good product from farm, fish, uh, meat. We don't use the frozen food. This is different because if the food is good, the dish is gonna be perfect.
1: Perfecto, I think that's what they said at the end. It was very hard uh, to understand the guys there. Uh, but that was Jack and then Tony speaking to us for, from Sicilian Shack in the Friendly High Street, which uh, the two guys that are in charge of there and the two chefs that were in the kitchen. We were busily preparing bits and pieces throughout the day. We've seen plenty of people popping in and uh, wishing them all the very best of luck as well.
3: And social distancing. And you were right by the actual kitchen. That's quite, quite nosy. Indeed, it yeah. did quite well there. I was
1: nosing wasn't i through there that's it and i did
3: take a nice little picture of you guys do you want to distract them because i think uh, i crept behind
1: <laughs> now there is uh, some videos up on uh Cambly net as well and uh surrey net as well
3: yeah Cambly uh, and surrey net yeah
1: so you'll be able to see some of the pictures as well ladies and gentlemen
3: yeah definitely
1: so also we had to uh kind of sample the food as well did not we
3: Yeah, that's one thing that we we find very hard in this job, you know, sampling (laughs) the food.
1: (laughs) Uh, So, this was our sampling the food list. So then, we're in the Sicilian shack. This is Jack, actually, um, treating me for lunch today. But you haven't paid.
7: No. (laughs) (laughs) We're sampling the
3: lovely food here, aren't we? It's really nice, actually, because we've just had a starter. Mm-hmm. and then we've got this like mixture of things they do so it's not like a, a dish itself which no. is bits of pieces and uh really nice i like this one looks very much
1: that's got, like a rusty yeah
3: because it reminds me of, a flavor reminds me of something i've had as a kid it's really nice I mean, these sort are of bacon cheese is mm. it egg as well that keeps yeah, it yeah. together
1: really nice mm, very nice so, so what, what you've got there i've got here i think this is a little bit of lasagna which on top it's got i think it's parmesan cheese mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's lovely.
3: I'm trying it now. I'm trying this. It's so nice.
1: And something that resembles little Scotch eggs. I don't think they are Scotch eggs, but I'm going to break it inside. See what we have got inside. Ah. Okay. That
3: lasagna um, Mm -hmm. is really nice.
1: Try, Try those
3: really big aren't they mm, really nice that's done crumbles <laughs> <laughs> as well so mm. it's really nice the textures are nice mm-hmm. I and mean, we've just been taking pictures nice and colour beautiful that's quite nice isn't it
6: this is
3: rice isn't it rice So mm. like like rice balls mm-hmm. um, with a nice sort of um, crisp coating yep
1: yeah. deep fried I expect
3: mm. And now we've got this um, hard bread with, um, was it mushrooms and creamy sauce? It's
1: creamy kind of sauce with mushrooms, something similar to what I had at the start, just a moment ago. Wasn't that one that Sarah dropped on the floor? Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> so, I would really recommend the food at Sicilian Trap. And where, where are we? We're on
3: Frimley High Street. That's it, friendly, just opened, Mm -hmm. excellent food, Mm. plenty of space, very spacious, Mm. and uh, yeah, definitely come down. Mm.
6: There
3: we have it then. Mm. That was scrumptious.
1: That was really nice food, wasn't it?
3: It gave us some sample food, but it was quite a lot on the plate, though. It
1: was. I didn't have any tea when I went, so <laughs> I ended up having some toast about eight o'clock in the evening because that filled me up.
3: Well, Sarah's message me a little yeah. bit later. Yeah. Uh, I thought she will be home by then, feet up on the telly. Yep. She's still there eating.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> love her. So Absolutely it, love Sarah.
3: It was nice. I mean, all the restaurants um, we've done in the past. I mean, this is really nice. It's different, um, different atmosphere. It's in Frimley you know. Open
1: from 10 in the morning And they were talking, by the way, ladies and gentlemen Of possibly introducing some breakfasts as well Oh, and lunch boxes And lunch boxes so as well So if you've
3: gone to work and you're in Frimley And you forgot your lunch Yeah They'll probably be offering very soon Because they are talking about that
1: And obviously be closing at 10 in the evening
3: Yeah, and all your all the nurses and doctors Actually um, working in the NHS there Pop in, have some lunch
1: exactly it's uh, well worth it ladies and gentlemen that's a Sicilian chap on the Frimley Road get yourself down there right coming up in just a couple of moments on the weekly experience we ladies and gentlemen that's myself and Jenny I've been a busy boy in the SMJ Beetle Uh, we've been visiting Lightwater and we'll see how that went in just a couple of moments here at SMJ Media we're expanding and getting bigger and better by the day don't just take our
8: word for it Here's what you had to say. Okay, so I've just spent the last hour here with the guys at uh, SMJ Media Group. Um, I'm here because uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Gareth Wax, a.k.a. DJ Bongo, uh, came here, did a podcast, did a video, and it's just been so impactful for him, so good for his business. He's got gigs, he's got visibility, uh, and so that's why I'm here. So I've spent a uh, lovely time here doing, doing a podcast with Jenny. And excited about the repercussions. There's, there's 48 platforms where they can promote me. So if, if you're a business owner who's sitting on something you're inspired about, don't keep it to yourself. Come, come to these guys and they can really help you get the message out there. And they've got a wide, wide reach. So yeah, do it.
3: So if you're interested in seeing and hearing how we can help your business marketing succeed, get in touch today with SMJ Media.
1: So, if you'd like to be on the weekly experience in a future week why not get in touch with us here at smj media we would love to, to hear you and also see you and meet you as well at the same time if you're in and around the region berkshire hampshire surrey etc etc do feel Uh, feel free to get in touch with us. We would love to see you there. Now, one of our recent guests on our podcast was the lovely Beverly Edmund Jones. And uh, she has organised, well, she organises some great comedy nights across the region uh, with Funny Bones. And uh, they did a recent one, if you remember rightly, Jack, at uh, the Ascot Brewing Company which was brilliant. Uh, I think that was probably about three or four weeks ago now. And, well, she's back now. Uh, she is back, ladies and gentlemen. She is putting on another event at the Ascot Brewing Company on Thursday, the 22nd of October uh, at the Ascot Brewing. Uh, plus also the, the weekend before that, I think they've got their Oktoberfest, which is taking place as well. Uh, all the details can be found from Ascot Brewing Company in Cambly uh, because it's all being done properly. It's all being socially distanced, et cetera, et cetera, especially with this comedy night as well. Tables of six, which is really, really important as well. But there'll be a maximum, I think, probably about 30 people. Yep, and Ascot Dovka Ascot Brewery really does all pizzas and
3: food as well. Yeah,
1: very nice indeed. So lovely. Get yourself down there. Should be a good evening. That's uh for the next funny bones evening at the Escort Brewing Company on Thursday, the twenty second of October. Looking forward to that one.
3: Got some interesting times coming on now, are not we? Indeed. And everyone's adjusting to the lockdown and the, the, the was it, the six of I can't remember, what do they call that now? Group what? of six. No. Group of six, yeah. yeah. Yeah, group of six. Yeah, yeah. And they've got, they got a weird name for it. Group of six. Is that what they call it? Okay. I, t- I thought I they thought had a funny name for it. I was <laughs> trying to think. What do they call it? Group of six. But yeah, I mean, he's really good on making sure everyone's distancing on there. They've got great food, great grub, great beers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you're not a beer person, they've got, they got up for drinks as well. Indeed. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is the weekly experience with uh, Jack over there and Rog here. Uh, so... I can tell you. Our next bit on the weekly experience, ladies and gentlemen, is so last week, myself and Jenny. Had uh, a- no, no, no. Last week, Jenny dragged you around. <laughs> okay. Okay. So last week, myself and Jenny, me, dragged out of Camberley into the SMJ Media Beetle and made our way to Lightwater. Did you know we had a Lightwater uh, Beetle, by the way?
3: I knew she had a Beetle I didn't quite call It's it called the SNJ yeah. She needs to She needs to put banners on it
1: It needs to be branded oh, properly Oh yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. People will be looking For a black Beetle With the SNJ You can on tell
1: it. she loves That car ladies and gentlemen Because when You know You'll be driving down The high street Oh just pop down The uh, uh, the, the roof
3: Yeah and uh, Don't Don't put anything In the boot of the car <laughs> it's, it's just
1: You won't get nothing in there Exactly yeah. Uh, so we spent a pleasant afternoon in the sunshine and produced what we call down your way i don't know if it's it's a it's a working title so if you can think of a better title for it's down your way then feel free to get in touch with us here at uh, the podcast and uh, we'll try and find a better name for it but down your way is where we visited uh, where we're going to be visiting villages towns etc etc finding out a little bit more about you some interesting characters and lots of business owners as well now they're Uh, First of all, let's meet Ellie and her mum. Uh, We we had a chat about flexors. So, Ellie, tell me a little bit more.
7: So, we make leggings in a range of different sizes. So, we are from UK size 4 to 22. So, the leggings are really flattering for every body, body shape so they're made out of 17 different panels of material, so they fit and adapt to individual shapes. So they can be used for horse riding, the gym, um, casual wear, basically anything that you want to wear them for, you can wear them for.
1: I know this is a podcast, but I know you're wearing some right now, aren't you?
7: Yeah. (laughs) I live in mine. (laughs) You
1: live in yours. Okay. It's it's probably one of those, I, I don't know, I think everyone's got those... Comfy pairs of trousers that they go to.
7: Yes, and these will be yours if you have a pair. Once they are on, you do not want to take them off. We have people put them on in the morning going to work, they go to the gym at lunchtime, they then go to the yard after work, and they don't even realise they have them on when they get home. They end up sitting on the sofa, coming back from the stables, all smelly, and then they forget, and then they sit on their nice clean sofa.
1: (laughs) How many pairs have you got in your collection?
7: My personal collection. I have about eight right. that I rotate daily.
1: <laughs> you should put some days of the week on there or something.
7: <laughs> well, it's easy to change because um, I have all the different colours. So it's very easy to jump in my wardrobe in the morning to fit and match like each different top that I'm wearing.
1: Because you were thrown in at the deep end here when we so outside of here. And, uh, right, let's talk about your leggings. and uh, <laughs> It kind of threw me a little bit as well, so...
7: They're very easy to talk about when we're so passionate about them because we design them ourselves. Right. Um, so it's our it's our baby. We've been running for three years now and we've been growing every year, so it's really nice to see. So what,
1: uh, what initially got this started then?
7: So my... Mum Lorraine, who thought of the idea in the first place, was sick to death of my sister breaking her riding jodhpurs, basically, because they had the traditional um, zip and button fastening. And she's quite heavy on her trousers, so she'd come down and they'd be broken. So Mum was like, we need something that is just pull up and go. Because these are leggings, they don't have any of the fastenings. But they still... So you can pull them up and go and because they don't have the buttons or the zips they don't break and then but they stay up all day so they don't go saggy at all like other leggings would so they're um better quality
1: so how do you turn this into a business
7: get people to buy them
1: <laughs> I how think, did that initially start so you
7: we got samples made We had them very rigorously tested over a couple of years. It took us two years to find the fabric that was right for us. And when we found the fabric, we then started advertising um, on Facebook mainly. And then we went to a show. And it's just about getting the name out there. We have lots of horsey friends as well. So we're messaging them, getting them to try them, to buy them. And they all loved them. And then, so it's all word of mouth, basically, because everyone loves them, they recommend them to their family, their friends, and then it's just grown from It there. just escalates after
1: a yeah, while, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. So how many units do you reckon you're selling? A month? Yeah, roughly. Um, Only roughly.
7: Upwards of 300 a month, possibly 500. Light. Yeah, it's, it's big. We used to be happy when we were selling about 30 a month, and now it's just... Insanely grown.
1: So who's making these for you guys?
7: Uh, we have a manufacturer who makes them. Okay. Yeah, and we couldn't make them ourselves. It's
1: not if you're going to be making 300. you'd, no. be, you'd be up 24 hours a day, seven <laughs> exactly, days a week. Exactly.
7: Exactly. Yeah.
1: So if anyone wants to get a hold of these leggings,
7: yep. Yeah, so we're on Facebook and Instagram. So at Flexes and it's F L E X A R S or www.flexes.com.
1: Excellent. Lovely to catch up
7: with you today. Thank nice
1: you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> that was the lovely Ellie speaking to us in the centre of Lightwater last week on a beautiful, sunny afternoon. She was lovely.
3: How, how was it around there, business-wise, when you was talking to them? They're all, like, quite nice and come out and talk.
1: Well, we were sat outside of Randall's Coffee uh, Bar and Wine Bar there, and the locals seemed to be embracing the sunshine, and it was just such a lovely atmosphere and just... Good to see the locals being out and about and supporting the local businesses around the region Uh, because this bit of the weekly experience that me and Jack are talking about today is just a small part of what we've uh, produced as well for uh, the businesses and locals of Lightwater or anyone actually that can listen to this because uh, we've we've got on another podcast Uh, with some of the other businesses for instance where we chat to the butcher there which was lovely we also chat to uh, checker cars they've got some exciting news as well so if you listen to the other podcast you'll be able to find some exciting news about them Uh, plus also the uh, barber that was there as well we chatted to plus also as I said we were sat outside of um, the coffee place uh, Randall's and uh, we chat to the gentleman that owns that. That's about a supermarket, was it? Indeed, just yeah. outside Good of the co-op.
3: Shop. Yeah, I like the coffee shop.
1: Absolutely lovely. It was a lovely afternoon. Uh, the next person that we actually spoke to was Kevin, who's a local resident uh, who's just moved to Lightwater. So where have you actually come from?
8: We moved oh. out of north-west London in February. So as you can imagine, with the timing of everything, we, we kind of moved in and then got to enjoy the local amenities for about a week and then everything locked down um and so we then spent the next four or five months exploring the area on bikes and and uh, everything else but not not really getting to explore any of the um restaurants or pubs or bars or anything so uh, it was a interesting interesting time but certainly much happier to be locked down here than i would have been uh, back in london so why the move from north london to here then well partly we were, we were looking to move anyway and I was working in Egham at the time working for a company and working in their conferences business um, and so the commute was going to be a lot better obviously conferences not not such a hot ticket these days um, so ended up moving from that role and having to get another job working from home um, over Microsoft Teams love the people love the area I do a lot of cycling, so they, you know, it's beautiful areas, particularly when the roads were empty. You, know, you, could, you could drive around and ride around, should I say, and have empty roads to explore.
1: I've asked everyone this. I've asked all the businesses around here that we've spoken
8: to so far.
1: Sum up Lightwater in three words. Pretty, friendly, One more, well-equipped. <coughs> that was a lovely Kevin, who's a local resident in Lightwater. What do you mean by well-equipped? That's really weird to describe like Well water. equipped.
3: Yeah.
1: Haven't you heard that phrase before?
3: Yeah, but I would have thought about it something else, you know?
1: Well equipped. Yeah.
3: Like what well equipped. For <laughs> <With> what? <laughs> it's interesting. A lot of, I tell a lot of people these young people's sayings are quite strange. Mm. I don't get that when I'm sick. Who's been sick? <laughs>
1: get down with the kids. That's what it is. You need to, you know, we need to get some youngsters involved. Oh, but definitely. There you go. We'll talk more about that in just a couple of minutes. Uh, right, our final person that we met in Lightwater was uh, Gio, who's a tattooist. Uh, towards the end of the high street in Lightwater, we find Gio and his tattoo studio. Now, uh, Jenny had the hard job <laughs> of chatting to Gio. Did you get a tattoo? No, no, no. She okay. was telling me about her secret tattoos. Ooh. Uh, so Jenny's explorings.
4: You've actually got a range of T-shirts, prohibition junction apparel.
9: Yes, is a new collaboration I done with this brand. It's a very nice uh, people work there, and I'm one of the artists now working with them. Create some new designs for the T-shirts and hoodies, and new stuff is gonna come soon as, as well. Some news will come, new projects will come soon.
4: So you've already told me any age group, so you have to be 18 to have a tattoo? Yes,
9: in UK, yes.
4: And with the situation with Covid that we're in now, do you both, the person that's sitting having the tattoo and yourself, have to wear some form of a face mask?
9: In my premises, yes, every single person needs to use mask, and I use myself, mask and face shield, so...
4: Because when you're doing a tattoo, it can go on for quite a few hours, can't it?
9: Yes, true. Depends, like, the size of the tattoo, but normally I'm I'm doing more, like, large-scale pieces, and it's, it's a few hours, yes, yeah, sitting on a chair.
4: That's actually a credit to you, because what tends to happen is somebody will go in and have a small tattoo and just check out the capability of the artist. Once you've had the small tattoo, mm-hmm. you've made the decision... That you can sit there without screaming your head off <laughs> and wriggling and getting a bad tattoo because you can't sit still. Then you go back for the master art piece.
9: <laughs> of course, like the tattoo, the tattoo industry has changed already. Like the tattoos is not the same than that ten years ago. The technology is so much better and the pain is completely different than the ten years ago. It's less pain now. A
4: nice pain.
9: <laughs> I see plenty of tattoos on yourself. Yeah, it's true, it's true. I try, I'm a tattoo collector, like, all the time when I have some time I try, like, collect a little bit more. So
4: every single part of the body that can be reached can have a tattoo, but your back will be clear. (laughs) Or not. (laughs) So, residents of Lightwater, what's your average customer age group? Um, And are they male or female? And what is the most popular design that they go for?
9: I do custom work. Like, I don't do nothing like... It's like, very... I try, like, catch cut the ideas of the clients and create one unique project. But uh, about the age, like, I don't have, like, any exactly age. I think I, I get clients from every single age. It's not, like, from 18 to... Maybe I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... Maybe between 18 till 40 is my Normal. big pull week, yeah.
4: Mm. It's lovely that people are embracing creativity because it keeps the three of us standing here in jobs mm-hmm. because creative people like to do creative work, don't we, Roger?
1: Indeed, <laughs> yes. Otherwise we'd
4: be very depressed, sat behind a desk, so... Um, I wish you very many years of success in Lightwater. Thank you so much.
9: No worries. Thank you.
1: That was the lovely Geo that we spoke to, the tattooist at the end of the high street there uh, in Lightwater. Uh, as we said, we had a lovely afternoon there uh, in the sunshine and meeting you, your business, etc, etc. I think this week, possibly, we might be off to uh, Bagshot.
3: Would have interesting, yeah.
1: So if you're in or around the backshop area or if you are uh, kind of a person that organizes all these Facebook groups in different areas in touch with us, get in touch with us here at the Buzz podcast on the weekly experience and you never know, we could be turning up with you with the SMJ Beetle Car, uh, where we'll be able to talk to you about your business, uh, how you, much you love the area, just telling us how much you love the area. We, we, we This is uh, what's so important about the weekly experiences of uh, finding out how you get through week to week, plus also how you've coped through COVID and uh, what you look forward to in the future as well.
3: And all those special deals out there that's going on at the
1: moment, mm. moment. businesses that are open and what's going on around? Is is events still happening? Yeah, indeed. Because no? uh, we are hearing of uh, being events being cancelled all the time. I'm going to tell you in just a couple of moments about an event, going back to Frimley, something to do with a scarecrow and plus also where you'll be able to, uh, well, you know, show off your wares, as I would say. Right, we'll talk about that in just a moment.
3: Here at SMJ Media, we're expanding and getting bigger and better by the day. Don't just take our word for it. Here's what you had to say:
4: Absolutely amazing um, over the summer months. Obviously, with us being quite restrictive with what we can do, having our you know our voice out there in the local community, um, regular little posts on your websites and your podcast, it's been brilliant. And you know, thank you for inviting me and the rest of the club to, to you know raise our profile within you
3: our friendly team would love to see your business grow with ours so if you're interested in seeing and hearing how we can help your business marketing succeed get in touch today with smj media
1: So if you'd like to get in touch with us, feel free to do so. Now we've heard about Frimley community earlier on with the likes of the Sicilian Shack, uh, which is opened up on the high street uh, on Saturday. And uh, myself and Jack were down there, which we had a great uh, morning. Uh, Plus also Sarah Jane Croak was telling us about uh, a Scarecrow competition, uh, which is going to be taking part during the half term around Frimley that everyone can enjoy and view. Uh, Perhaps your Scarecrow could be forming a part of your favourite character from a book or TV famous person or traditional thing as well. Uh, Whatever inspires you, £5 entry fee, all the proceeds will be going towards the Surrey... (sighs) Sorry, Heath, Age Concern. Uh, All of the details can be found. Uh, We'll put our posting up on our Facebook page, I think, as well, uh, for this as well. So you'll be able to get all the details from us as well. But it's on the Frimley Community page as well. So if you want to take part in that, get thinking, get creative and get your Scarecrows up for half term. Because no doubt, myself and Jack and the rest of the team will be visiting you. So you never know, your pictures could be appearing on our Facebook pages as well. Sounds good. Indeed, do you need more coffee? <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a long day, <laughs> yeah, it has been, but there you go.
3: And talking about coffee, we've got a nice, fantastic menu at the Rainbow Cafe in Cambodia. Indeed, so, hot snacks. Yeah. Um, so you've got sausage roll, pasties, toasted sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Well, I yes, okay. in years okay. uh, toasted tea, cake, and jam. Mm. Okay, toasted bread, uh, beans on toast. Rolls and sausages They also do cold snacks as well Sandwiches, cakes, bars, chocolate biscuits And packs of biscuits And I'm actually reading the menu here so <laughs> Pom, pom, bear snacks And also things probably like Poppy bear pom, Okay, probably bear snacks um, And you've got the things like tea, coffee Cafe latte, mocha chocolate cap- uh, Chino. Cappuccino <laughs> Cappuccino Cappuccino Hot chocolate And obviously we do cold drinks as well Like bottles of water and Coca-Cola and they uh, ah oh, pasta oh, no ice cream ice cream and lollipops
1: ah I must uh, give a big shout out actually to my friend who uh lives around the church crookham area actually who's just uh, started up his business so uh which is a coffee business which is caleb's coffee uh so if you do see a van going around uh caleb's coffee he's uh all of uh, this week coming up, he'll be down there at Hart Leisure Centre uh, serving up the coffee in the morning from about 6.30 in the morning uh, where you'll be able to get your coffee, hot chocolate, teas, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Plus also there are some snacks on board as well that you'll be able to purchase from him. But go along and see him and make sure that you've mentioned me because um, I'm not telling him I'm actually mentioning it, see if uh, anyone is actually listening to us, ladies and gentlemen. So who are you? Who am I? You're Roger... Noble, okay, mention Roger Noble, yeah, indeed. So, there you go. So, uh, well, just mention us basically, the the podcast or etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you know. But I know, uh, Matt is starting up this business. Um, he was a radio person, ladies and gentlemen, like me, so he had to find some adventures. So, he started up in his own coffee business, which we will we'll be uh, kind of visiting him very, very soon to uh, do a podcast or some videoing with him as well to uh, encourage his, his business along as well.
3: And we can go mobile with our equipment now. Indeed. Got our battery packs for it. (laughs) Got your dual cells. So we can actually be
1: in a car park, we can be on a field, um, we can squeeze into his coffee van. Yeah, exactly. So there's loads of opportunities, Lady and for us to visit you as well. So uh, we really want to make this show really happen for you. So if you are in around the region, please do use us and get in touch. Now, which brings me on to the other point, it's all the well and good me and jack presenting the show but we would like to see you being part of the weekly experience as well definitely keeping it local yeah indeed so uh, would you inspire to be a presenter what inspires you to talk on the microphone jack because you're a little bit shy really aren't you
3: i like i like to be technical behind because i've got my youtube channel i'm already on camera with that so this is my break not to be on stuff, <laughs> and you got me talking today. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. Carry on. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been on YouTube for quite a while, doing doing in front of the camera. Then, so this is my my sort of break to let you guys do what you do, you know. <laughs> and you got the more expert voice. Thanks. You know? That's it. It'd be nice to have more people. Don't need the experience. Just if you like talking and chatting, like to come on be a podcast and have it, give it a go and stuff. It might make something you want to start up, maybe. Uh, maybe something you want to sort of come on board with what we're doing as well, mm-hmm. um, get, have a chance being in front of the camera, you know, um, presenting things like that. Because most of the people we've worked with over the last couple of years not really had presenter skills. They just literally come on, they present themselves really well, and picked up quite well. Yeah, you know, and look at Jem, She she's come on very nervous. Now she's really experienced and really works really well on camera.
1: Yep. So, so if you fancy being the next star of the future, ladies and gentlemen, please do feel free to get in touch with us. Indeed.
3: And if you're a local community, um, what they call them now these days, hubs. Hubs, yeah. um, And you want us to come down and talk with your um, people out there, you know, people, uh, we can have conversations.
1: Yeah. Don't be shy of us, ladies and gentlemen. Use us. Definitely. Indeed. Uh, Shall we wrap it up for today?
3: Yeah, it was a really good, really good show. Got lots of contents there. Um, We're back out again gathering more stuff for next week
1: indeed so I'll be heading out into the beetle again uh, flirting with Jenny as per usual and uh, Jack thank you very much indeed thank you now. Well done thanks right, so.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of The Weekly Experience. For more episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google and Spotify. Don't forget to subscribe to stay fully up to date. So look out for our next podcast and do check our new website, buzzpodcasts.co.uk.